You want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that. The art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. Here's the truth. When you bring your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader, the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast in our online classes at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're gonna hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the acting podcast from the BGB studio. Hey everybody. In this episode, Steve and I talk about the kind of mindset and practice that actually books you work, and we're excited to share our thoughts with you. From our years and years in the trenches, we know this for sure. Doing the work in a consistent practice changes everything. That is a fact. You can only work at a championship level if you're training, practicing, and evolving consistently. We see it among the actors in our ongoing classes here at the studio every single week. They experience huge growth and career momentum because they're deeply in and of the work, not just in a workshop or audition here or there, but week after week, month after month. We talk about how to create a practice that actually works for your career, and we get into what kind of practice you need to be committed to in order to book jobs, to rekindle the joy in your work, and to have the confidence you're looking for to meet this amazing and challenging career path you've chosen for yourself. So listen in and see what aligns with you as well as what mindset shifts you might start to make in solidifying a practice for your career, for your art, for your life. And I read this somewhere recently, and I want to share it with you, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but begin. Practice. Keep showing up. Practice some more. Challenge yourself. Practice. Practice. Congratulate yourself. Practice more. Repeat. Okay, enjoy the episode. So what are you doing here? I am here to see you for our first ever Instagram Live. Is this? No, this is not our yes. first, is it? Yes, we've never done this before, oh amazingly goodness. enough. Yeah. There's an excuse for champagne. Yeah. At 10 a.m. Um, shall I do it now? Or maybe some whiskey? Oof. I'm off the sauce, actually. Uh, I think Are I, you? I, I, I got it done, you know, the first yeah. little bit of this pandemic, and then you realize that. Uh, it takes the edge off for a second, then you're right back to the suffering. <laughs> so I'm uh, back to uh, addressing suffering, um, transmuting it through compassion, et cetera, et cetera, to try to make my way through this world. How are you doing? Enough about me and my drinking. How are you? Suffering and drinking. Yeah. No, no, not a lot of drinking. Some, uh, a certain amount of suffering, uh, 
transcend the like, reckoning. I feel like I, I feel like a lot of us are having a reckoning in a reckoning right now with with yeah, yeah. what's happened sort of being in this tunnel. Now we see the light at the end of the tunnel, but the light keeps getting further because we're supposed to be getting there. And so being with wherever we are in the still in the tunnel um, yeah. is uh, is challenging because we all want to be out of it. And we're, we feel like we've been promised that we would be on the way out. So mm -hmm. vaccinated and and ready to ready to to emerge. You know, sure. it's like a birth canal or of sorts. Right. This Valerie Cower, what do we do? We breathe and push. What is the breathe and push? Yeah. We breathe and, and then, push. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then and what if the darkness of but what if this darkness is not the darkness of the tomb, but the darkness of the womb? Uh, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But so. but all that said, you, the other interesting thing about this, as we pivot into, you know, uh, actors and acting work and 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 the practice, which by the way is happening throughout all this. Um, is that our community is deep and wide now, right? Like that's one of the side effects of all this is that we've taken the classes online and, and at some point when it's safe, we will go back to in-person classes. But so now our classes include people from all over the world who are experiencing the pandemic at different paces than others. And so um, the tent poles have kind of been extended to have this universal experience uh, of artists all over the world, which is both exciting and also um, um, eye-opening and mind-blowing uh, as we experience this together. So uh, that's really yeah. cool. That has been really cool. And I, I was in class last night and there were people from, someone was in Australia, somebody else was in Toronto, someone was in Atlanta, a bunch of people in LA. And it was amazing to just feel such an intimate bond among this gang of people who have come together to be in the practice, you know, with with such abandon and such love, it was it really extraordinary to witness, and just yeah. to be able to hold space for that, I kept feeling like I should be doing more work, you know, and that's part of what the practice is. I think sometimes we feel like we've got to hammer away at it. I know that's my mindset, you know, do not be, um, but what is that like to be in a consistent practice of honoring your artistic voice and knowing that in that practice, what comes of it is not only hopefully happiness, artistic happiness and fulfillment, but the ability to be at the top of your game, you know, working like an athlete, being in and of that work consistently so that there is a payoff without always looking for the payoff it's like the light at the end of the tunnel being inside it for its own sake you know what that looks like and what that is and you talk about practice all the time and sometimes i think what exactly is that because we all have different ideas of it you know um yeah we do and 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 part of this too is that we are often told particularly here in in the west what a practice is and i think within our systems here, a practice has a beginning and an end, and then you're good. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. this Western notion of education. There's a graduation, you know, like you, you wear the hat and the gown and like you're like, you go off into the world uh, with some entitlement of this is what you're now owed because you did this thing and went into debt and like you have this piece of paper now and so you're good. And, yeah. and that isn't necessarily in line with what we know it takes to be successful as an actor, as an artist, 
or even to grow as a human being consistently for your whole life. And so, um, you know, to me, a practice starts with your values and why and, and, and the intention with which you're engaging in any sort of action. And once that's clear to you, and for most people who we work at at our studio, like it's clear that either in their bones, they are actors or they love being in and around it so much that, that like for whatever reason, it's, it's deep, this desire to explore the human experience through arts, make their way through this industry, be successful artistically and professionally, right? And so that intention is clear. And then it's, well, what do you do with that? And, and if the intention is to win the Oscar, for instance, you know, or if the intention is to buy, you know, mom a house at some point and return to your village a conquering hero, um, then, then a practice takes on a particular uh, tone. A practice takes on a let's get this thing so I can you know, so I can satisfy my cravings. And it's like, if you have this, if you're eating, for instance, you and I talk about our guts a lot and, mm. and how our relationship to our, to our guts, you know? And if you're eating with this intention of trying to fill a void, if you're drinking to try to fill the void or take away, it's not gonna work consistently. But if your intention is to enjoy the meal because you wanna, you know, explore notes of that, whatever, that Pinot or whatever, that's a wholly different experience. And also we know that that leads to success as an actor, not drinking and eating, but, but doing, doing a practice of art that is that. So, so I think you have to address the intention and the why before, and then we get to, so what are, what are the steps? Well, here's what I would say, because you can approach a practice, be it at an acting studio or anywhere with like, so what's it gonna take to get me a guest spot within the year, right? You have these professional goals. And so then you take a specific class that either says they can offer that, you know, sign up now and we'll get, or, or something that tells you uh, or satisfies your brain so that you're exploring these things that will lead to this end goal. You know, again, this mm -hmm. notion of there's a beginning and end. And, 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 and what we find, I, you can back this up and, and you know, you're on the ground in these casting rooms and watching self tapes, which, which is, we'll also talk about, like when someone engages in a practice with a particular intention that comes deep from them and that practice is an exploration and it comes from a, a, a joy and a, and a lust for artistic exploration of freedom, then the specific practice is less as important as their intention and what they're doing that lights them up all the time. And, and, and then the addition of the self-tape becomes another limb of that exploration and not just, oh, I solved the self-tape you know, riddle because I took that class and engaged in that practice for, you know, six months. That's not it. And so if, if you're practicing consistently without an end in mind, uh, with joy, and by the way, like your practice will evolve with you and it'll feel like, you know, trudging through waist deep snow sometimes and plateau and frustration, but ultimately there's a, yeah, but I love this, <laughs> you know, like that's part of the love. And if, if that's your practice consistently, and by consistently, I don't mean 26 hours every single day, eight days right. a week. It's like, no, you're doing it, you know, like drip by drip by drip. It's part of your life. It's not a burden, you know, then what we find is that those are the people that keep coming back uh, to finding success in the industry um, because that success is just another limb of their practice. Like their whole life becomes an artistic practice, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, so what what so what do you say to the actor? Because I had this happen the other day, who did some beautiful work, but went pretty deep and got really personal. And 
was pretty ripped open and then said, it's too hard to go there because I feel like I go there, I put my heart, you know, heart out, I open it up, I get deep in it and then nothing comes of it. Like I enjoy it and I love it in the moment, but then it's like, I still have to go bartend or, you know, do something else, uh, my IT job because nothing is coming of it. I've been doing it for years. I'm, I love it to death, but it's not paying off. Mm -hmm. And and I get that because, you know, I'm thinking of this particular person who feels like giving up at this point after years of years of falling and being in love. Sure. And, and then feeling like it's not giving it it, it being whatever it is, the, the, the career, the industry is not giving anything back. Yeah, I, I feel like there's so much in there in that thinking, which happens a lot. And. And, and we all on some level succumb to a level of that, like, but I'm, I'm trying to get X and, and X isn't mm -hmm. coming to me. I'm not getting it, you know, um, like that is foggy in, in that pursuit, right? Like you start with the sort of the, if you want math, <laughs> the math on this is, and, you know, we learn this from, from Buddhist practice, like you start with why, what is your intention that comes from your why, which is sort of saturated with your values and what you care about in the world. And you get so crystal clear on that. And then your action comes from an intention that is clear and steeped in your values and why you're doing it, right? So, so if, if, if that is the formula, which by the way, requires reworking, re-examining all the time, because you're gonna change and your desires will change and your goals will change, right? Which is fine. But if, if you have that level of clarity consistently, then I think there's less pain in it when, when the industry doesn't give you what you want. And, and if what you're saying is, I want to book the show, and, and inherent in booking that show is the validation, is is the fame of it, is the, I'm not a loser, like someone actually said I, I was good at this, like all that kind of stuff. Um, then there's probably something deeper that can be achieved, not through an external source, but something deeper inside, some some deeper looking required that gets you to the place where you can say, oh, oh I am whole, like I am... Like there, I know like when I started pursuing an acting career years ago, like really and truly, if I look at it now, there's a clear line between like a broken home and feeling insecure and, and, and pursuing this thing that had heat to it and was sexy and like I could potentially have some sort of big win. Like it was clear to me. And so then that wasn't, that pursuit wasn't gonna last because you can't, the industry's not gonna fill those voids for you, right? It's right. not gonna make you feel that right. way. So, so I think, um, and, and if it's financial success that you're looking for, like this is not necessarily the industry for you, or there are other ways to deal with that. So like, if you get clear on what you want, if it's money, cool, then you know, figure out your finances and your job, whatever that gets you to a place where you have consistent income. So there's a lack of clarity in that. And I think if that person were to go like, yeah, but why do I do this? And even why did I begin doing this? You will likely get to the place where you say, I have this deep desire to explore the human experience. When I you know, found acting, it was, it was oxygen to me. Like I could breathe for the first time in a world that was telling me to behave or to like whatever, right? All these limitations. And, and, and then like, yeah, you've got your bartending job and, and you got to pay your bills and et cetera, right? Like you have to find your own uh, self-esteem and, and, and security within. Um, and also I act. And, and like that as a practice, that as a spirit, <laughs> it's the damnedest thing. Like that leads to 
to the industry um, seeing that there's space in you to approach. It, I mean, that yeah. sounds so like magical and it's not magical. No, no, and, no, and I, I get that. And I feel that when actors are, are filled up and have that to offer because right. it feels like you don't have to take care of them, that they're taking care of themselves themselves artistically and, and, and in terms of their whole human experience. And then that they bring that to the table and it's intoxicating. Yeah, for sure. And the, the other thing I would say that's really important, I think, in this example is that if it hurts, like if it really hurts, yeah. you need to stop, like yeah. just stop. And again, this Western notion of like, oh, you're an actor, you should suffer and or you, and you should endure abuse and you should like in pursuit of your dream because you got to out hustle everyone like that is some bullshit like that yeah. is hurtful and damaging and like it's so bad like i would say that person should should listen to their nervous system that's saying like we need to stop yeah and 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 that's not a stop acting that's not that's that's a like stop the insanity like stop the pursuit of this thing that keeps injuring you and come back to like whoa like let me let me care for myself not in the interest of fixing you there's nothing wrong with you but in the interest of being cared for of, 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 of creating space so that you can come back to, why do I do this? You know, like, because yeah. that kind of thinking leads to someone kind of bouncing around to different, you know, potentially abusive people and abusive, you know, uh, acting teachers and agents and whatever who were, because you're just looking for the next fix and you're ignoring your instrument, which is hypersensitive and saying like, this is hurting us. Yeah. So like, I would even say in the interest of, of, of industrial success, listen to your instrument as it says that and, and, and hold space with it and go, okay, what does it need? How can mm -hmm. I fill my own tank here so that I can approach the industry whole? Because you show up, by the way, if you, even if you get opportunities, you show up with that, that level of need um, and, and self-inflicted damage, often self-inflicted, um, then, then the industry doesn't, like it, it really can't, can't help you. you know? it's, I mean, it's just not, it's not created that way. And you see it, you smell it, you feel it, and it's too hard to manage, you know, for casting directors or writers or agents or anybody. They see that, we see that, and it's like, you have work to do on yourself. I can't, I can't help you, and I can't, certainly can't help you in this moment. And right. so it's like there, there's a, like, protection from it, because otherwise, you know, you're, you're, you're living in their wound with them, mm. and it's, it's too hard. So I hear you that it, that sometimes often it, you need to step back from it and just be with wherever you're at and reframe and again come back to to look at your values and your 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 why in all of this and it may require a real shift in your life and in your priorities um and it may also require and i think this is such a hard thing for actors to hear but important for us to share is that there are other ways for you to be a creative person for you to be an artistic being like it doesn't mean like auditioning for some network procedural defines you as an artist as an actor it's not why you got into this in the first place it's not what you really want to be doing yeah sure we don't want we of course we want you to book that show sure of course but you're not going to book it if that's the only thing you're doing waiting for that moment showing up making yourself you know self-tape crazy and then and then waiting to be rejected like that cycle is damaging and not not productive and it's not going to get you anywhere and you're just going to be in that you know hamster wheel of of, of suffering and and 
um, that's just there. There's so many other ways for you to just breathe and find the expression of your beautiful, creative voice um, in everything that you do. And and then you come and in doing that, you come back to the pureness of it, the heart of it, the why of it, you know, and then maybe you can find your way back to being the kind of actor that you dream of. Yeah, that's such a great point. And like, it's, it's one of the reasons why we include, you know, a wide variety um, of exercises and opportunities and artistic expression in our classes, because uh, like, we have to diffuse that, that singular myopic focus on I have to solve the self tape, because because that starts limiting creativity, right? And we oh see my God. people start writing and then they start, and all of a sudden, like their shoulders drop, there's a loosening. They, they, and, and this is what coming back to your why does also. It diffuses yeah. that myopic focus. So, so that when the audition comes in, you uh, see yourself, believe yourself to be, have confidence in the fact that you are a whole artist who can approach this, not with this, what do they need for me so I can make them love me, but oh, where does this live in me? And 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 that's you know like so talk about a practice, right? Like to me, a practice of writing is an audition technique, like a practice Absolutely. of self care and community yeah. care, and those are different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is is an audition technique because it's how you approach the audition. Uh, but but also like I really need to know like what's the best color of background? Oh my goodness! Like it, again, if that's your focus. Yeah. that's that's highly problematic in the interest of getting the success that you want. And again, I, I'm not wagging a finger at that because I know where it comes from. That is the mind spinning, like flailing, looking for any tiny little detail that it can grab onto to say, oh, I've got something that I can control here, control. Yeah. That, that, I can, that I can manipulate somehow to affect my career when it feels like I'm just sitting at home in my apartment waiting for some phone that never rings, and I feel like I'm on in some desert somewhere when the industry is happening outside of me and I'm watching the Academy Awards and those people feel a thousand miles away, like all that sort of stuff. And so yeah. like, let's look at something I can control because I don't want to get emotionally injured again. Yeah. And we're saying, oh my goodness, like, don't look there, look over to, yeah, but why do you do this? Um, and, uh, and, and, and what's interesting, uh, uh, Tressie McMillan, uh, McMillan Cottom, who's this really amazing witness of the human experience. She says, in times of crisis, she's a writer, brilliant writer. She says, um, in times of crisis, I don't ask what to do, I ask who to do. And what she means by that is, am I, am I being me right now? Like with all of the stuff around me, am what I, is what I'm putting out there of me? Um, because the mind can flail and start looking for some other, you know, uh, form of presentation or, or to, to drift away, or it'll tell you that you're not good enough or all those sorts of things. So, yeah. um, so that's why as a practice, uh, a wide variety of artistic expression is, is also yeah. directly related to your success in the, in the entertainment industry. Yeah, absolutely. There's an actor I know is on a show, very successful TV show, but he's also a singer and a songwriter and he's a photographer and he's now learning cinematography because he's fascinated with the cinematography on the show. And yet he's the one of the stars of this show and and he just keeps expanding his creative expression and he's like learning new things and new instruments and new. Yes. And, and now and now he's like. It, it's just like the most beautiful thing. He says that that is expanding him as an actor and it's making his work on the show deeper and more profound and reaching new heights and just always in the place of expansion. 
and and that's so important because it also takes the hyper focus off of that one thing you know and in cl this class last night um these actors there was an eight-week class it was their last class and they wrote scenes for each other and you, you never know what that's going to look like i was kind of i was blown away by the work they were doing you know one particular actor english is not his first language um and is hispanish and and he wrote the funniest scene it was like could rival any scene in Shit's creek you know and it was and he, and he said I, I i and he kept going to like yes it was no i was hard and i struggled and it was done in my language we were like this is a movie you have to write this like this is it was the most amazing relationship it was like cone brothers writing and he said i've never written anything for two you know and i've never written anything in english like how how exciting was that and he just said for the first time in in a long time he felt like he had permission based on the being forced to, to participate in this exercise nobody was forced to but he chose to be forced to but but making himself do this he felt for the first time in a really long time that he actually had something to say and something to offer because he's been stereotyped because of his accent you know and because of his look because he's a really good looking spanish guy that he does these particular things and he had a career in Mexico doing soap operas and he doesn't want to do that anymore. And, and now he like, I'm not saying he's going to go write the Coen Brothers movie and get it produced and off he goes. But just the, the realization that there was possibility that he had something to say, that he had a voice that he could actually, you know, uh, express himself beyond um, trying to burst out of this Spanish soap opera world and get into the American market like it just freed him. He said he felt freedom. And we, you and I have been talking a lot about freedom, which comes from practice, you know, and what that feels like, what that because because what I want for every actor out there is to feel free in their self tapes. Like this is like this is this is if, if only you all could just figure out and, and let go of and bring yourself to this work with some breath and some and some uh, joy and some sense of freedom and to do the kind of work that that you know how to do but doing it in that box in that self tape box but real but just melt the parameters of that and and uh, the perimeters of that and and bring that kind of joyous creative free work to it and so the practice of doing other things you know I don't care even cooking photography music um, gardening, uh, cinematography, uh, writing of all kind, like, and, and on and on and on. Like, what is that like to expand your artistic soul, you know? And at the same time, sure, go practice your self-tapes, but practice them from that place of, of, of excited, beautiful work, you know? Like, don't just do a self, 16 self-tapes in May and check off that box. Like, write them. Write yourself a, a two-minute monologue every day. Develop it. Like make this a creative endeavor, so that it's joyous and 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 productive, and it will then transform the work you put out into the world when you are auditioning. Yeah, for sure. My my one-year-old's walking by. We um, and 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 speaking of that, and it's interesting that you say that. Like, if. If, if a practice is the result of mind and mind is saying, we need health insurance, so you better book, and, and it's in that place of fear, yeah. then, then the practice, the action that comes from mind is going to be limited. It's going to say, I need a mathematical formula that leads from A to B to C to booking. Mm -hmm. And so, so and, and, and look, let, I mean, some real talk here, people show up to our studio 
thinking, oh, you guys know that, you're the audition people, so, so I'm gonna take the class and it's gonna get me that. And the work that we do is to try to write the ship to bring them back to this broader notion of what this is so that their artistry expands so that they can approach the audition, yeah. which is a limiting you know, uh, process. It's, it's, it's meant to systemize. So they can bring you know, some space and freedom and the totality of their talent to that limitation and, and blow up that box. And, and so, and that's sort of just to break it down what we're describing here. So if your practice starts getting limited, I'm trying to book the thing, I'm trying to book X, so I need to practice X, right? Like I'm, I'm only going to practice my slam dunks because if I practice some sort of defensive formation or push-ups or no, 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 I'm, I need to dunk the ball on someone's head. So I'm gonna, that's just not it. So, so we're asking your practice to to, to rise up a little bit higher in it and not be in the weeds on it and, and, and practice principles, even more, I would say, than techniques, principles, balance, freedom. Um, you know, am I, am I being as specific in my work as I possibly can? Uh, let's explore my voice in this, that, or, or the other um, form of artistic expression, et cetera. And, and so like, for instance, what we find as as our actors have been on Zoom for quite some time and, and that casting you know, likely will continue on Zoom in some form or another for, for the foreseeable future, is, is that in the beginning, they would try to fit in that box, right? Like here's this box around me, oh, I gotta make sure that I don't do this, right? Cause like it has to happen here. And as we've explored and they've leaned more towards artistry than structure, they are playing with breaking this box they're logging in twice so that there's two of them and then they can have a conversation with themselves and this thing that they wrote and it's mind blowing. Or so like, I would actually, you know, like here's a hot take, but I would actually tell actors to, to, to explore what it's like not to be in a seat in front of your Zoom box, but to explore what it's like to break the box, to move back and forth with it as you're moving around and yeah. come in and out of it and without the limitation so that you then can come back and get surgical with, uh, I'm, I'm the, you know, they got the 85 lens on, on set and I'm, I'm gonna be right here and I know what that is. But if you're only in limitation and not exploring the full you know, capacity of your art, of, uh, of the structures, of the technical aspects of all this, uh, because you're looking for the answers, um, you're not gonna be a well-rounded artist and, and, and then you're not gonna book. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a hard thing to wrap your mind around, you know, because you want to do you want to do it right. And also people are telling you on Clubhouse and on Instagram, like these are the things you need to do to get your background right and your lighting right. You know, and this is how where you you know how you go book a reader and all the stuff that is 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 external, you know, and yes, we want to see you. We want to hear you. We want to hear your off screen partner slash reader. So we understand the story and we can get the full um, uh, effect of you being in the scene. But after that, like, who gives a crap about your background? Honestly, right. truly. And right. I know that people will disagree with me on that. But if we're, if we're concerned with your background, then we're not in, in the scene with you. If you're concerned about all that stuff, if you're creating this box, even in your in your self tape space, where you're, you're in a limited experience, and you turn the camera on, and it locks you up, um, and that's the thing we keep talking about in class when we get into the self tape 
world is like, how do you free yourself of that box so that you can do the, the kind of work that you do when you show up and make a little movie at home with your friends or, you know, when you show up on set or when you're in rehearsal, when you're in process, when you're in class, how do you keep melting the, you know, the, 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 the box so that you are really bringing yourself so fully to it and that it's fun and joyous and loose and alive and free and all of that stuff that is necessary. And you're doing strong, bold, specific work at the same time. I mean, that's, that is what we keep coming back to in all of our classes and all the work that we do, but it's hard to melt that, to meld that with this notion of the, the limitation of the audition or the self tape, and it's, you know it's the same limitation that was always the case when people would say, "I go into an audition room and I have to walk across the lot, and I'm hot, and I have to wait in the waiting room, and I can hear people laughing in the other room, and that person came out and like looked like they booked the job, and then I go in there and they're not looking at me, and the reader's not giving me anything." Like all the same crap comes up. It just has different words, same story. You know what? What am I not doing? Uh, what do I have to be doing to control this thing? And we're just advocating always for you to let go of all of that. It's a different kind of, of control. The control that you have is when you do that glorious work that, uh, that you can then engage <clears throat> with and, and put out into the world and, 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 and help people collaborate even from your living room. Um, and, and it's possible and necessary and, and, everything that we advocate for. And that's, you know, that's what class is for us. It's a place to be in that practice, to find that joy, to find that freedom, to find, you know, the articulation of your voice so boldly and freely that it, it's, it's intoxicating. And when I see that, man, I just, uh, the lights, it just, it, it's the, the, it's the happy place I go to when I see actors do that, whether it's in class or in, in the work that they do in an audition or self-tape, but it's possible and it's doable. Um, so what is that for you guys? And what does practice mean for you? What does freedom mean for you? What is, what is your why? What is the thing that just gets you to that place of saying like, I, I have to do this and I am gonna bring myself to it as fully as I can. And you know, as you, so you've talked about this a lot, if you can't bring yourself fully, like it's not like you can show up every day, you know, you know in, in Olympian shape, but just to show up and be willing to uh, to be present, even a little bit, even if you're not fully able to dive into the deep end. That's that's what this is, and that's what we've all had to to realize in these last 13 or so months. You know, showing up and and allowing yourself to be wherever you're at, and then the practice happens because you're at least by showing up, you're opening something up. You're available to something. Sure. Um, and, and a lot of it's that, that, and also the other thing I wanted to mention is like, I just think everybody's working so hard, you know, like working so hard, like what would it be like? And I know this for myself, because as you know, I just work hard all the time. What would it be like to not work that hard, you know, to be in the practice of being and not doing, of showing up and not forcing, you know, of allowing yourself and allowing from others without feeling like you have to control and work this thing and to trust that letting go, it's enough. I keep hearing from actors in class, you know, it just, it doesn't feel like enough. I'm not enough. I have to do more. I have to show more. I have to, you know, uh, express more. And we all, we know that the camera does all that beautiful work. If, if you can allow yourself to be in a place of being allowing and, and just presence and knowing that uh, by doing so, 
you will be seen and it will be more than enough. Yeah, and, and again, like if, if your action, if your practice, if the doing comes from that place of, I need to fill a void, if it comes from, you know, greed or, uh, you know, um, aversion, like I, oh, I need that thing inherent in that is I'm not good or, oh, this thing I have is not good, so I have to, you know, get rid of it or whatever, I have to avoid that thing. And the delusion that comes with if you if you have that thing or if you get rid of that thing, you'll then be happy or the, you'll then be successful. You know, uh, if your action comes from that place, it, it's it's going to, you know, be something that doesn't lead to um, uh, some sort of outcome that you have in, in your aspirations. It's it's inherently muddy. It's it's a it's a detour when you're you know, at six, your dream was to, you know, travel west. And that takes you east. Um, mm. That's just what it is, you know. So, so these habitual behaviors that get locked in because of fear, because of suffering, and and so I guess like what we're advocating, and I believe this is like a revolutionary act, right? Like we're flapping our gums here talking about this, but but that moment when you've sacrificed what actors have sacrificed and and given up some sort of you know normal life of uh, you know, the three car garage or like whatever that thing was that you likely zagged when everyone else zigged um, to, to a point of sale, like when the audition comes in or, or even waking up, you know, without an agent, like those moments, if you have this, the, the fortitude to come back to your why, like that is revolutionary or even alternatively, when the industry, which which is demanding that you be different, it's saying you are not enough. I mean, it's not really, but that's how it's set up. That it's. I, I can't hear you suddenly. Hold on. Let me see about my sound. Oh, I can hear you now. I can hear you, can you now. Hear me now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 the industry. Am I good? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay, cool. Yep. The, the industry forces that level of comparison. And so like, how can you not take that on? And by the way, like, let's, let's get really specific about it. Like those comparisons, like they're misogynistic, they're racist, they're, they're, they're cis, you know, and, and hetero, they're heteronormative. And, and so like, it's, it, it is a revolutionary act then to, to, in the face of that say, yeah, yeah, but why do I do this? Let's engage in a practice that my mind may be screaming at me saying, whoa, whoa, that's taking us away from our goal and coming back and going, no, 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 I trust, I trust, I trust. That is really hard, like really, really hard. Really hard. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and yet like, you know, again, sort of disingenuous coming, you know, from us on the outside, but, but and also that's what we know works, right? Like, so uh, I, I, you and I are, are with actors all the time and our hearts are with actors. They are our friends and our family members and people we care deeply about and we're so invested in their journey. And so, you know, we understand all the nuance and the suffering and, and, and the desire for validation and a paycheck and like everything that's on their shoulders, every single audition. And then the consequence comes afterwards where everyone around them says, hey, how did that go? Did you book it? How was it? like all of that stuff, which is chips away at your soul, you know? And so I know that then to ask someone to say, ignore all that, come back to why. Uh -uh. Engage in a practice that, that, that may not in your brain 
seem like it's the formula uh, because art is is greater. Uh, and that's ultimately what books work like. That's a big that ask. is that is what books work though. But that's the thing is to, to, to really keep coming back to the belief. And it's, it's it is a lot of letting go a lot of trust to believe that that kind of showing up that way is what ultimately books work. It may not happen instantly, but it's the kind of thing, as I said, it's intoxicating, it's addictive for people watching you. They want to, they want more and more and more of that. And they'll ultimately cast you someday, you know, um, but it's, it's, it's showing up in, in the, with that mindset shift and, and being willing to let go of that control and, and being in that kind of beautiful practice um, and when you, when it happens, it's it's glorious. It's glorious to experience. It's glorious to witness, um, and it's it's ultimately what gets people excited because they need you. They need you to bring that level of um, freedom and joy and humanity and personal stakes to their stories. And when you do. They go, yeah, like fill me, fill us up, fill the project up, fill, fill me up with that, you know, because they're not getting it anywhere else. And everybody <laughs> in the business has been going through all of the same reckoning, you know, and they, they've always needed that. But now more than ever, I was talking to an um, executive producer of this pilot that I did, and he said, you know, editing the pilot was really hard, like, like shooting was hard, prep was hard, all of it was hard with COVID, but that editing, the editing process was incredibly challenging because they couldn't be together in the editing room to say that, okay, that, let's try that, let's shave two seconds off of that, let's, let's like rearrange the whole thing. They had to like wait until it was put on the site that they were using and then look at it and then give notes and it was laborious. He said it was just heavy lifting all the time. But then when something, the thing that he kept coming back to was when that performance showed up, when that, when that actor was present and alive in the scene, it was like none of the other stuff matters. I am with that actor in this glorious experience and I am affected by that actor and I know we're gonna be okay, the show's gonna be okay. And this is the same thing that happens when people watch your auditions or self tapes, you know, is that they're, they're affected they're moved, they're transported, they're reassured, they're, they're healed. And, and they are looking for that. And they can only get that from you if you are showing up, you know, with, with that kind of fierce conviction to the work you love, with that kind of offering generosity and collaboration. Um, and so getting there in, in this process that we're talking about is the thing that affects them. It just deeply moves them and they will follow you anywhere because they need it like oxygen uh, for their souls and for their shows, you know, and it's, it's just, just a constant reminder because we, we all stray from it. I mean, my God, I've been straying from it the past couple of months. Like, why do I care about this? What matters? Like, what is my why in all of this? You know, it's, it's, um, it's been, it's challenging, but when you come back to the heart of that thing, like, can I live without this right now? Sure. But can I live without this forever? Absolutely not. So what is that thing, that real reckoning, that real coming back to that purpose um, uh, that, that fills your tank? And we just want your tanks to be full and then to be empty and then to be full again. Because as you said, this is a, this is a consistent practice and what, what actors do is like what is it's 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 astonishing really what you're asked to do and what you're asking yourself to do and what we ask you to do it's huge 
you know, we don't, I don't underestimate that ever. Um, but I just don't want, I don't want you, any of you to be in a place of, of consistent suffering. It's, you know, so that your pain is one thing, suffering is another, you know, and I know that suffering is a part of it, but if we're going to, if it's going to hurt so much, like we can't be there. Yeah, There's got to be something else. Yeah. I'm wondering if anybody watching has any questions also um, as we're going through this and anything you want to throw into the feed while we're talking about this, if anything's resonating with people or people have any questions about any of this. Yeah, it, it's, it's interesting because we're talking about like the practice of the practice, right? Like it's possible if you say the practice that leads to success, people are, oh, cool. Like, tell me that thing that I can do that, that particular part of auditioning that I should train or, you know, should I be doing, you know, monologues or should I, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And what we're saying is, no, no, get your intention right. Um, you know, be in a place where you have ease with your mind, like those sorts of things before the action even happens. Um, so Somebody and, saying, and, what are some of your own personal practices? Good question. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I, I want to address that though, in the context of like everyone's engaged in a practice, right? Like your practice, maybe getting up at 10 and like playing video games. And then like every Friday you watch like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like you, everyone's got a practice. There's things yeah. that you're likely doing habitually. Um, and so uh, what we're advocating is a shift in some of those things, or at least the awareness of what your practice is to then uh, engage in action practice with the right intention that leads you to some sort of goal that you're looking for. Um, for, for me, uh, meditation and, and uh, Qigong and Nagong, like internal work, breathing, that's really important to me. I, I, it's hard for me to say that it's a practice right now because in the past, it's been a practice, something that I've done you know, like five hours a day for uh, a few years of my life, I was doing it pretty intensely. And this last year with two young kids and, uh, and COVID and everything, it's been spotty. And, and this gets to this notion of like, how gracefully you can come back to the schedule without beating yourself up. And so, yes, it is still a practice of mine. And it's something that I lean on um, and, uh, and has helped me throughout my life, I think. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I love what you're saying about that we are all in a practice of something. So it's looking at the, your practice now, you know, what that is, whether it's your sleep habits or uh, the way you eat or how you approach your work as an actor or an artist. Um, and then t taking a good hard look at that and saying, what am I actually in the practice of daily that I need to shift? Um, so that I, for me, it's lately been a shift and, and I went, came back to some old practices that I hadn't been engaged in a while. And I'm not, I know why I hadn't been, but it's, it's shifted the way I'm looking at all of my life and my work. Cause I'm, I'm back to doing the morning pages from the artist's way every morning, um, which has been intense and fantastic. And I've, I've been, you know, getting on the bike and, and biking six, seven, eight miles and, and slowly sometimes, but I get there and then, you know, eating a different way and, um, doing a certain kind of meditation. And, and it seemed like, of course, like I should do this always, but what it, what it 
did was it shifted my focus away from a practice that wasn't helping me. Just less time on Instagram or on the internet or watching CNN or, um, you know, doing crap. And it, it and what it does is it, it, it does change how you look at things sometimes in, in, a, in a really challenging way. You know, sometimes it just forces you to feel things differently and to let go of certain things that are, are habits and, and practices that don't work for you. Um, so I think it's important to do all of that, whatever that is. You know, um, some of these are going by very quickly, but I don't, I don't know if we're getting everything. If you did ask a question and we didn't answer it, please ask us again because we're in the conversation and potentially not seeing one everything. Of, one of the things I would say is that it, it's likely for most people that that um, an intention that's necessary right now of a practice is healing and as opposed to growth. And that doesn't mean that you're left behind and that ugh, I have to stop and, and fill my tank while all the other you know, drivers are racing ahead of me. That's not it. In fact, I would even say that because there's a collective healing in the world, there's a collective healing in the industry amongst casting directors and the people who are making the decisions that you know, not in any even direct way, but if, if that's the spirit with which even you're preparing for your scene, it can be in the context of, uh, of all of that. And, and, and no one expects you to put on some sort of uh, COVID never happened face and, um, you yeah. know, and, and be that in your work. Like your, your, your actual work can, uh, can be a reflection yeah. of the practice of, of that as well, I think. Has to yeah. Be. No, I, I, yeah, I really like that a lot. Um, by the way, any of you listening, if you haven't looked at our, um, the perfect imperfect self tape uh, PDF that we created for you, just DM us at BGB studio here and we will send it to you. It's a, a uh, something that we put together to help relieve some of the, <laughs> the trauma of the self tape. Um, so we want to make sure that you have that at your fingertips because we address a lot of this in very specific no nonsense terms um, in all of this. So um, in terms of what you're seeing, Steve, like in the, the online studio and in class, uh, what's the thing that after 13 months of this is lighting you up in what you're seeing in actors? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, first of all, again, like the, the parameters have changed and there's been the inclusion of all these things that we didn't expect. And so I think the, the artistic flexibility of everyone, oh, cool or not cool. We have to do it on zoom now. Okay. It's jarring for a second. And then people get down to their work and, and they want the sights and sounds and smells of being in person. And I think everyone craves that. And also, they, like artists generally, uh, took the resources that were available and uh, and electrified them and made far more than I think the creators of Zoom could ever imagine of them. Yeah. And so yeah. that's been remarkable just to see how art wins and it, mm -hmm. it, it can be expressed, you know, um, as a little flower through the crack in the concrete, which sometimes it feels that way on Zoom. Um, and so, but again, it's intention. And then the other thing, and this has been coming up a lot lately as people sort of have beyond fatigue with all of this isolation and everything is that, you know, uh, I mean, I almost had a situation, my one-year-old almost came in, um, 
cats are walking by, like the notion of including all of our lives in our art now, which, you know, like, my goodness, have your boundaries. But, but I just think there's the, the presentation of some notion of perfection and this liminal space in which I will offer my art with, with zero variables where I like I, the precise temperature and like the right angle, everything is perfect. Um, again, the perfect imperfect self, that, that is out the window. And I think for the better that two times there were mothers who were in a scene and their children came in and because they've been doing this a while, it's not, a, oh, sorry, I have to stop. You know, some people have to stop sometimes, that's fine. But they integrated everything that was happening yeah. within their art. Yeah. And it's that, that's stunning. Like to me, that level of presence to now the scene, which is about you know espionage or something, turns out that, a, that agent on the other side has a child it changes the scene. Yeah, 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 <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. And it, but it only changes the scene if both actors are in a place of acceptance of it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if, if we were live in the studio and that happened, you know, where we sort of, we deliberately craft this beautiful space and it is beautiful where people can, you know, uh, be and, and explore their art. Well, it, it's a different experience now when, when dogs are running in and things are happening, you know. And, and if you're in a place of acceptance, it becomes part of the scene and it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, it breaks the walls down. Again, we're talking about melting those walls, you know, and right. like you've talked about this, the space in between the boxes, filling the space in between the boxes on Zoom, you know, it's like, let's let's not get too precious or too limited, you know, with the idea of what this scene is. I'm, I'm playing, a, you know, an espionage person. I had a, someone in class the other night and she was trying to be empathic to this couple who were coming to look at a dead body in a morgue. And she was saying, well, well, do I, I can be the tough person. I'm a social worker, you know, or, or a, a facilitator. Um, I can be, I can do the tough version or I can do the sympathetic version. I don't know which one to do. I said, what about just the human version? And she was struggling. And it was a very short scene. So we did it a few times and it was, a, it was an audition uh, class. And then her, I think three-year-old walked into the room and she was like pushing, like going like, you know, mommy is doing, you know, a very important scene right now, whatever it was. And I said, I said, it's okay that she's there, you know, just, and then she, she says, the kid walked in and sat with her. And then I said, I said, so I said, why don't you, let's do the scene again. I don't want you to, I'm not going to give you any adjustment other than hold your child in your arms and do the scene from there. You know, because her kid was like trying to get in her arms. And so she just said, just hold her. And like, and so she did the scene from there. And it was, it, it, it was gorgeous. It was, and she said, I, I said, so what was that? And she said, I couldn't do anything but show up as myself, being a mother with care and listening, looking at these people and listening to them and letting them affect me. It's like, amen, that's the work. That's the practice, you know? And I'm not saying bring your three-year-old to your self-tape. But how no, does that but, open but, you? But it's, it's, yeah. it's about acceptance, right? It's about yeah. like uh, shattering this notion of perfection and being yeah. there, being present and accepting what is, including yeah. the circumstances, including the feelings that come up in you organically, including your scene partner, including the construction noise next door, including like yeah. including all of it. Yeah. Um, okay. and, uh, and, 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 and that presence, for instance, is a practice. So it is, it is, it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it's fun to talk about because 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 I feel like it, it is a it has the potential to give actors freedom to make them go, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I don't have to be some Instagram version of 
of, of myself that I am not. I can just be and lean all the way in and, 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 and be a, a human being in this industry that doesn't account for humanity often. And humanity is imperfect. You know, that's the great thing about us as humans, especially these days, is to just, that's what we, we talk about in the perfect imperfect self tape is that, you know, your humanity is messy and, and, and your humanness is complex and we want all of it. We want you all, you know, all of you, whatever character you're playing, whoever you are in the story, we don't want you to be in the breakdown of it. We don't want you to be playing the one line in the script where the writer said, you know, she's gorgeous and strong and tall and proud, but also, you know, has the heart of a a kitten or whatever nonsense. But, and, and a writer will write this, and but they're just trying to write a human being. And you're trying to figure out how I do all of those things are still like, how do I play the doctor? How do I play the lawyer? How do I pay, play the, you know, the, 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 the special ops person? Um, and it's like, you're a human. And what is that? So, so how do you just continue to, to, to melt away all of those notions, all of those ideas and, and allow yourself to be in the, that beautiful, messy human experience, which is again, affecting and so much easier ultimately than putting forth an idea of something, um, which is the challenge. Um, so, so yeah. but, but, but make no mistake, right? Like, so we're talking gentle and let yourself like all that kind of stuff, which, which I think uh, can feel, oh, thank goodness. But, but, but also the industry is what it is, right? So like, you're gonna have to yang your yin here. You're gonna have to like let go and be in the practice of gentle care and creating space for yourself to the degree that yeah. you can show up to the industry, which has no capacity for caring for you or for your softness or even your artistry and, and create your own space for yourself in that limiting process. And so then it looks like practicing this stuff consistently for actual years uh, with discipline and commitment so it's not just, oh, let's you know sit on the couch and care for ourselves. Because um, the world is hard, the industry is hard. Yeah. There is a great deal of suffering and without a robust practice of this softness, you your mind will take the wheel again and revert back to, oh my goodness, like we're in fear, we're in suffering. Let's just take the, you know, the the class, the weekend class that's three steps to audition success. Cause that'll help us, you know, like that'll get us where we want to go. Um, so, so this is a robust, consistent practice that even if you miss a day of your schedule, uh, you start back up the next day and you come back to it and come back to it and come back to it. And over the course of years, and as much as mastery is not, not measured in weekends or even months, but years and decades, you develop this, this structure that allows you to show up to any industry situation X with the totality of your artistry. Yeah, with the ability to see space for your artistry in uh, in a limiting process, uh, and and that's a you know that takes time. Yeah, it takes time, commitment, and understanding. You're right that this is not that that there's softness in order to build a powerful practice, like an athlete, a dancer, you know, so that you are. Uh, you're able to deal with what's coming at you and you're able to show up at a championship level. That's, that's what's required. But first you've got to, you know, you've got to open, expand and, and soften, ask yourself why, and then build, build, 
back up or build up from from a much stronger, more rooted place. Right, and, and ultimately that's that's why we created the studio, right? So that so that so that you and I could be in and around that stuff consistently. There was a structure yeah. for it, and also that the actors that we serve could have a practice uh, that that is like that too, that offers care and challenge and the ability to be in community with other passionate artists who are on that same uh, track to keep each other accountable and all that, all that sort of stuff, yeah. um, which is exciting. It's exciting to do every day. You know, we're, we're, we're pretty passionate about all this stuff and um, we care about it kind of deeply, which is why we're here, so. We really do. We feel so strongly about it. And if you want to know more about this kind of work, just go to bremengarciabron.com and check out our class offers. Also, make sure that you listen to all the other podcast episodes of The Acting Podcast, where we, along with other passionate industry artists, talk more about the work that, that lights you up, supports your voice, and guides the expansion of your craft, art, and career. We know that you're feeling the stress of these challenging and uncertain times. We are too. And it's possible that you have no idea how to nourish yourself as an actor, as an artist in all of this. And we're here to tell you that that's okay. Everyone we know in and around this industry is feeling all that. And we want you to know that we're here to help. Every month we open up our online studio doors and invite you to join us for a virtual workshop where we dismantle and reconfigure your approach to your craft, the industry, auditions, booking, self-tapes, and taking care of your creative soul. It's our mission to make you feel empowered and confident, even excited about what's ahead and what you can do right now. So join Steve and me online, meet our amazing teachers, find out what actions you can take in order to thrive, and let us guide you to the success you're looking for. To reserve your spot, check out the summit link in our show notes to sign up. Space is limited, but we want you to be there, so click the link. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free, and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. Come visit us online at thebgbstudio.com. Jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful. <laughs>